What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Black Eagle Podcast, where we talk about comic book news and sometimes anime news for the past week on the small and big screen. This is episode 53. Uh, did I tell you I'm your host? I'm your host, Gershon. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> this is episode 53. Before we get into it, please go ahead and like the podcast. If you're listening to Anchor, Spotify, Podcast, wherever you're listening to the podcast, like it, give it five stars, really helps uh, with the algorithm and get me more listeners and get more people into the podcast, and it's a way to show your support. Also, go ahead and check out my Patreon, Blackie Cool, if you're interested in being a patron, check out the rewards, that's another great way to support the show. Uh, also, got t-shirts on Teespring, you know, get yourself a t-shirt, do your thing there. But with all that out the way... Uh, let's dive into this week's news, guys. And just off top, this week's news is real low. <laughs> Not a lot of stuff happening. Hollywood can't do much stuff. Nobody's filming anything, shooting anything, barely talking about trying to shoot anything. So it's not going to be the longest podcast this week, but we still going to give you what we got. All right, guys. First up, small screen news. So Code 8 is a it's on Netflix now a Netflix movie it is getting a spin-off on Quibi um I still have to see code 8 I'm I'm hearing it's decent I'm hearing it's decent I seen the trailer I like to look at the trailer but apparently um the two stars of code 8 will be in this spin-off show which is very interesting if they're going to do that. And people are saying this is the going to be the X-Men series we want. And like not the ones we had at Fox with the, what was it called? Oh, I don't even remember what it called. That Fox show when they were doing Mutants. I forgot the name of that show. I just blanked on the name of that show. But they're saying it's going to be better than that. Um... I might have to check this out. Of course, I got to watch the movie first and check that out. Let me know if you want me to do a review on that when I do watch it and post that up on Black Equal uh, YouTube channel. Uh, But yeah, very interesting. Very curious to see that. In other news, Harley Quinn animated series season one is going to be on the sci-fi network for some reason. Um, I guess they're doing a cable run of the show and they're doing it on sci-fi. So, May 3rd at 11 p.m., you can watch the first season of Harley Quinn's animated uh, show. They're going to show an episode every Sunday until the 24th. So, I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know if they're going to show an episode a night or episode every Sunday because I think it was, what, eight episodes? So, it's got to be a night. I don't know. But it's going to be there, and that's very interesting. Um, I might have to check it out because I still haven't finished season one of the Harley Quinn animated show. Uh, my DCU verse uh, free uh, trial ran out before I could finish it. So, I might have to get up with another email address to get another free trial to see some stuff. But yeah, I'm trying to hold off until HBO Max comes out, which is next month. Which so if that's coming out next month, I don't know why they're doing this. Oh gosh, DC, you just 
Well, Warner Brothers, technically. You guys just, you, you be messing up stuff. You don't, I don't know if y'all know what y'all doing. I'm, I'm real worried about y'all. Like, I like y'all as a company, but business-wise, y'all just be messing up. <laughs> but in other news, apparently there is a new Star Wars show being developed. And this is going to have a female lead. I don't know why they led with that, but that's the way they presented it to us. Uh, not very many details are out there, just that it's going to be a female lead and it's a Star Wars show or series. It, I'm assuming it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. I know they're already developing a Lando show. They might be developing two Lando shows, a young and an old Lando show. They're developing, they're, they're real uh, far with the... Um, uh, I always forget how to say his name. He's from Rogue One. Cassian Endor. Cassie in Cassian Endor show. They're working on that. They got Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, they're working on the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan uh, show. That they went back to writing. I guess it was too much like Mandalorian. So they went back. I know there was talks of doing... Um, uh... How do you pronounce her name? Uh, Kasana? No. Jeez, uh, she, she I, she's on Clone Wars right now. I just I just blinked on her name. Ahsoka. There we go. I just blinked on her name. I know they were, they were throwing around the idea of doing an Ahsoka show, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um, I know I heard something about doing uh, a show with the girl from. I forget her name too because she's a she's a brand new character. She's possibly Lando's daughter. She's in the Rise of Skywalker. I know there was talks about her maybe getting the spinoff. Her and Lando could be a spinoff. That could be part of that. And I know there was talks about Poe and Finn getting a spinoff. Um, which I don't know if I'd watch that. I don't know if I watch that. To be honest with you, the way the last one ended. I don't know if I want to see those two going across the galaxy. Me, myself. This is how I feel. Hold on, I gotta get a drink of water. But yeah, that's what's happening with some Star Wars news. Um, and other news, really excited about this. Super excited about this. So, the if you didn't know, Netflix and Nickelodeon are pretty much working together. So we're slowly seeing more Nickelodeon things on Netflix. And the next big thing that's coming to Netflix is Avatar The Last Airbender. All three seasons of the first season are the first uh, concept of this show. So it's coming first Aang. Super excited. Which is really hard to find this. Unless you have the DVDs, it's really hard to find these seasons. They not they haven't been streaming anywhere else. So now that we can stream them on Netflix and get all of the episodes, I am super excited for that. I've been wanting to just rewatch Avatar: The Last Airbender for so long. Um, as you already probably know, excuse me, Netflix is doing a live adaptation of The Last Airbender. Uh, but it's it's a series, so I don't know if they're just doing a shot-for-shot shot remake of The Last Airbender 
animated series. But now they're going to have both. So either way it go, I know what I'm going to be doing. But I, I realize I didn't tell you when that's coming. It's coming May 15th. So I'm going to be watching it. Definitely going to be watching it. Super excited for it. Uh, let me know how you guys feel about it. Are you excited? Um, do you have one of my friends? He had he just got the DVDs from somebody, so he's been binge watching it. Um, Coach, you suck. I want to binge watch it right now too. But yeah, super excited for that. Can't wait to watch that. Oh, oh, it's 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 really a good series. It's really good. The movie is so bad. That last Airbender movie, they they didn't even get his name right. That's was that was one of the most upsetting things. They kept calling Ong instead of Ang. I don't understand how they made that mistake, but they did multiple times. But yeah, super excited about that. Let me know how you feel. Hit me up, Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, and of course, Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Next bit of news The Last Kids on Earth, uh, season two is out now on Netflix. It's a, it's a, it's an animated series that was on Netflix about a year ago. I watched it and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's about an apocalypse where this one kid is left and he goes on a mission to find his friend who he lost touch with in the process of the apocalypse. They're still in their neighborhood. It's it's very it's kid friendly, but it's still zombies and then there's monsters as well. And then there is like this game element to the uh show where he gets achievements it's 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 all in his mind but they show cool little achievement granted it is really cool you should check it out definitely check it out i haven't checked out season two hopefully it's just as good as season one but if not better but definitely go check it out it's on netflix the last kids on earth season two is out check out season one then check out season two I hopefully will be checking it out pretty soon. Might even put up a review for that since uh, there's not a lot of movies to watch. So I got to start putting up reviews for some stuff. Uh, if you don't know, I've been putting up reviews of uh, Vagrant Queen. Uh, every episode I've been reviewing. Uh, this week there was no episode, so I didn't have to do that, which sucks. Which is, I'm not going to lie, it's not a great show. But it's got me hooked now because I, um, I, I don't like the characters, but I'm interested in see what the characters do at this point. The story is garbage, but the characters, I've gotten interested to see what they're going to do, which makes no sense. But and I also like seeing the alien costumes and stuff because they, they, went, they went back to like actual fabricating costumes and stuff like that. So it looks very amateur professionally made so you see seams and stuff but that gives it that little bit of charm and it's really cool to see people get creative to create these aliens for each episode to have them look different than the alien you saw three episodes ago i really like it so check those out if you want to um in other news there's another show that i really i probably should review uh kipo and the age of the wonderful wonder beast is getting a second season. Kipo is such a good show. It is. It's on Netflix. A really good show. Definitely should check it out. It's a. It's. It's also in a pop. 
a I can't say the word apocalyptic kind of show. There's a little bit of a twist on it, which works really good. I don't like the way they ended the season, but I am excited to continue in that world. It is really good. Um, the characters are cool. They get character depth in them. They develop the characters. The world is magical and fun and interesting, and it gets deep. It's 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 the story is really good. It's really good. It's, I, it's, I I definitely need to review that as well. But it's a really good show. Go check it out. First season on Netflix. <coughs> Sorry, first season on Netflix, and it's got a second season coming. Super excited for that. So excited for that. Um, other news. HBO Max apparently is going to have, I think, all 21 to 27 uh, Studio Ghibli's movies when they launch. I don't know if I talked about this. I don't remember talking about this, but this is amazing if this is true. I know Studio Ghibli was going to be on Netflix in like Japan. So if you're in Japan, you have Netflix, you can see Studio Ghibli's movies on there. I did not know HBO Max is going to have them at launch. Now, the question is, is it going to be a regional thing or if it's just going to be all HBO Max? If it's a regional thing, I'm going to be very pissed off. Very pissed off because I would love to see those movies. Uh, apparently, they're also going to have some country role, some um, Adult Swim titles on there too. Not all, but some which is still cool. Um, speaking of country roll, um, the what's the show? Uh, Tower of King, Tower of God. I've been hearing it's not that bad. It's not that bad, which sucks because I don't want to watch it because it has subtitles. I I don't like to watch subtitled anime. It really it makes it difficult. But apparently, it's really good. So, I might have to check it out. Um, dang. Let me know. If you're watching Tower of God, let me know how good it is. Do you like it? Do you think I should check it out? Uh, give me give me your input on it. Hit me up. Blacky Cool on Instagram. Blacky Cool Twitter. Blacky Cool Podcast at Gmail. Um, also, I've been... I picked up on... I didn't pick up. I watched another episode of... Uh, uh, I watched two different things. I got ahead of myself. Sorry. Uh, I watched two different things. I watched Demon Slayer. Watched another episode of Demon Slayer. The Harashi. I always forget. I want to say Hayabusa, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> but the Harash, Harashi, I think it's called. Um, I got to kind of meet them. Um, what is his name? I just blanked on his name. The lead character's name. Well, he's getting taken care of right now. And... Uh, it was kind. Of, it wasn't really filler, but it felt a little filler. But hopefully, next couple episodes should pick back up and get real good. Um, oh, and I also watched My Hero Academia episode eighty four. I believe that's the latest one they have that is dubbed. Um, because you know they're still having trouble dubbing stuff. Funimation is so they're a little bit behind, which I I understand. Times are hard. Times are tough. But watch that episode. It was slightly filler. Um, the fight between 
uh, Deku and uh, I don't know. I forget what they call. It's the YouTube guy, um, Gentle Criminal. Um, Gentle Criminal's uh, quirk is amazing. Like the different ways he can have it function. And then the, the little girl that was with him, which is, we're going to talk about this for two seconds. That is a very real relationship. I don't know why they showed that like that. But then again, it's anime. That's what they do all the time. And it's very weird. I don't understand it. But it's very disturbing. That said, her power is weirdly powerful under certain circumstances. <laughs> but the way they use their powers together really cool but it's good to see Deku has seemed to have gotten stronger he he's continuously learning picking up new things becoming a better hero and it makes the whole premise of the show that this is his story how he become number one hero it makes it work so much better but in the end this was like half filler of an episode let's be honest it's one of those episodes that doesn't really move the story that much further, like really further, it's filler, let's be honest. Um, and it seems like the next couple episodes might be filler too with the whole school festival thing and them doing a little weird concert. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a fan of the school concert premise thing they've been doing for so long. They've been doing it for like five, six episodes now. I'm like, dude, I don't care about the school festival. I want to get back to fighting. Let's get back to fighting. <laughs> Where are we at with the fighting? Um, but that's just how I feel. I, I get it. You, character development and all that good stuff. But you could do that and punch somebody in the face. I'm just saying. <laughs> and other news. Um, hold on one second. My notes got messed up. So uh, the second season of the promised, promised land. Promised. Neverland uh, has been delayed until January 2021. So the only reason I put this on here, because I heard that is a really good anime. Um, I know it's supposed to be kind of twisted, but it's really good. And I it's on my anime watch list. Um, I just haven't gotten to it. So I definitely will be checking that out. And I got a little information to know that. Uh, it's going to be pushed back a little bit, so I can't be uh, too mad about that, but uh, I'll, it gives me more time to wait to watch the second season, because I know the, I mean, it gives me time to watch the first season, because I know the second season won't be here for a while, so that gives me time to. Uh, but that's all I have for small screen news. Like I said, kind of a slow news week. So let me know if there was something I missed that you wanted me to talk about, want to get my opinion on, all that good stuff. I would definitely put it in the next podcast. Just hit me up and let me know about it. And here we go with big screen news, which we have even less news of, of than we did of small screen news. <laughs> um, let me see. So first story, we're going to talk about this story kind of a little longer than I normally would. Uh, cause it's, it's kind of a big thing in Hollywood right now. Uh, Trolls War Tour, um, outsold their, let me, let me refresh. So Trolls War Tour 
did the video on demand. They didn't release the theaters. Uh, they went straight to video on demand where you can rent it for $24 uh, for 48 hours. So in the last three weeks, people have been able to do that and they've made more than the first movie made while it was in theaters. So Universal is riding a high right now. Super excited. Very excited for what the decision they made releasing it. Um, and they came out and made a statement saying that, yes, we're excited that Trolls is doing so well. We're very enthused and glad you guys enjoy it. Glad it's financially stable, blah, blah, this. And that when this is all over and it goes back to normal, that we will be doing a theater release and a premium on-demand release at the same time. This is what Universal said. So, AMC Theaters was not feeling that. Uh, AMC Theaters was already upset with Universal for making this move to release this movie in video-on-demand format instead of wait and delay it like everybody else has and release it in theaters. Uh, AMC has told Universal that they will not be playing any Universal movies in any of their theaters. Like, any. And I was like, what? Y'all are upset. I mean, I get it. They do have a contract. They did go around that contract and get money. So Universal is upset. I mean, AMC is upset that they got cut out of money. I understand that. But right now, y'all can't show movies, so <laughs> let Universal get that money. I get it, you're upset that they're like, when it comes back to normal, we're going to do this the same way. Take money out your pocket. I get that. But to say that you're not going to show none of their movies, I think that was a little bit harsh. A little bit harsh. But they was not paying. Universal was like, what? Well, we still going to do this. And didn't back down at all. <laughs> they were like, well... We 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 don't figure out a way to get around you. No worries, but they did come out the next couple of days and say like uh, they misconstrued our words and they didn't understand what we were saying that we weren't trying to push them out. Blah blah this. So they clearly gonna try to work together, but AMC was like we're not showing you anywhere. But then again, AMC I think actually had to file for bankruptcy, so not a good sign. I don't know if AMC, AMC being the largest theater chain, I believe, I think they might be able to withhold and not lose their company or have to sell off too much of it before they can open back up. Like, there's a couple theaters that are supposed to be opening up in a couple different states, like Georgia, Texas, Florida. They've given theaters the green light to be able to open, I think, this Friday. Um, I don't think it's a good idea, but that's just me, but they, and they're trying to, they're trying to be safe about it. But realistically, if you're in the movie theater, even with you spacing out seats, y'all all breathing the same air. If one person's sick, everybody's sick. Let's just be realistic, but, but, uh, they will be open in theaters. Now the question is, do people feel safe enough to go? That's going to be a big thing. 
I think AMC said they weren't going to open theaters until there's big movies to show, until there's new movies to show. So until there, and then like a lot of theaters, a lot of movies have been pushed back till about July. July, I think the earliest one might be in like the end of June, but everything else has been pushed back till July. So you really gonna have to wait anyway for any movie to be any new movie to be in theaters anyway. So the opening right now really doesn't, I mean, some theaters said this was a way for them to gradually open kind of a soft open to get uh, their employees used to these new policies and to get customers used to these new policies and a new way these theaters are gonna be. I mean, Realistically, you about to go die to go see a movie, and not even a new movie, an old movie. <laughs> a movie you could have already seen at your home. I don't think many people are going to do that, so. But, so, maybe some people, then again, people just want to get out the house, and I they probably will go. But, yeah. So, only time will tell what happens between Universal and AMC, if they will mend this fish, or if this this is the last thing and AMC will never play another Universal movie, which when you slowly think about it, you're like, oh, that's not a big deal. But then you think Universal has Fast 9. So if they don't fix this by Fast 9, one of their biggest movie franchises, uh, I don't know if people are going to pay that kind of money to see Fast 9 at home on opening day. But then again, but they AMC is saying this Trolls box office is kind of an anomaly um on two different fronts being that everybody's at home with nothing new and you just came around with something new so everybody bought it up secondly parents are at home with a lot of kids trying to entertain them and you just gave them new content they're gonna buy that up right quick I don't know if that's gonna work the same for like fast nine there's not a lot of kids seeing fast nine like, yes, it made a billion dollars, but I don't think it made a billion dollars on kids. It made a billion dollars on teenagers and adults. I don't see teenagers buying this movie at home like that. And theaters are also expressing how movie theaters is a shared experience. You go to one place with others and do that. This is true. I'm not going to lie to that. It's shared. Like, when I've seen Endgame with other people... It was a moment between us and that theater. I give you that. But also theaters stink. And they're dirty. And you do better upkeep. <laughs> this is just fact. You need to tell people to shut their phones off. What? Where, where are the uh, ushers telling people, hey, shut your phone off and get out? You need to do that more. But that's just my two cents on that. <laughs> Other news. So the Oscars have changed their rules uh, amidst this pandemic. And have let streaming movies be eligible for Oscars. Which if I was Netflix, I would be pissed. <laughs> because y'all kept telling me we had to get a movie theater. I still had to play in the movie theaters for us to be uh, eligible to have our movie up there. But now everybody streaming can do it. Which sucks. Like this, I would be pissed if I was Netflix. I would be so bad. Because <laughs> y'all just... Yeah. Netflix was trying so hard. Netflix puts out good movies. They really do. 
I'm not gonna lie to you. Some of them should. Some of them should win Oscar. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm, I'm gonna put my foot in the sand. Uh, but now that this has popped up, I know they gotta be upset. But understandably, why they did it because you can't see a movie in the movie theaters. Most likely, you will not be able to see a movie in the movie theaters this year, which is out of the norm. Um, this is uncharted territory, so I can understand why they changed the rules. I think the Golden Globes has done something that's similar to uh, with the streaming rule, so that's interesting. That's good to see. But um, so that means it opens up to all the movies. As of right now, we thought only ones would be qualified was uh, uh, what movies has been out? Um, there's been Bloodshot. Uh, I can't remember anything else that came out this year. Sonic the Hedgehog. At least those are two movies I saw. <laughs> I only saw two movies so far. Um, but yeah, new rule change, so that's cool. I know that that calmed down some people. Um, in other news, well, I guess we really. So the other news we have is this this big Marvel shift of movies. Um. So one only one movie is technically not Marvel, it's Sony. So let's get into it. So Spider-Man 3 got pushed back. Uh it doesn't look like they're gonna be able to start filming when they wanted to. That got pushed back a little bit. Might be able to film at the end of the summer. Uh but they got pushed back to November 5th, 2021. Mm, that's that that only reason that's dramatic, because that actually was Doctor Strange 2. Uh, new release date. So, Doctor Strange 2 has gotten pushed back once again. So, Doctor Strange 2 has gotten pushed back to March 25th, 2022. Whew, that's, that's so far. That's so far. <laughs> so far. But the big thing about that is Spider-Man 3 is bumping up against Uncharted. So, Tom Holland is in a situation where he is contractually obligated to film both of these movies, but he can't do it. Um, he can't do both of them at the same time. So it, one of them is going to have to pick and get pushed back. Most likely the thing is they're both Sony's. So most likely they will probably push back uncharted and do Spider-Man now. Cause come on, Spider-Man is a guaranteed moneymaker. Uncharted is, you know, you're rolling a dice with that. And it's a video game movie, which normally never does well. Never does well. Um, immense that, uh, I don't even know why I said that, uh, who also is in some somewhat of the same kind of predicament is, I just blanked on his name. It'll come to me in a second. Hold on. Give me a second. But his movie is John Wick 4, Keanu Reeves. There we go. Keanu Reeves, John Wick 4 got pushed back and kind of hasn't started filming at all. He's actually been filming um, Matrix 4. Is it 4? Yeah, Matrix 4. 
But that got pushed back. So that's getting pushed back into John Wick territory where he was supposed to be filming that at that time. Because he was going to film Matrix 4, then move over and film John Wick 2. So they're going to have a conundrum there where they want to film it, but they can't film it because they had to film this uh, contract obligations and all that good stuff. So that's going to be interesting. I don't know how far back that's going to push John Wick. Because um, we already know it's going to push back Matrix 4. And I'm pretty sure they want to try to get that right. Being it's a new entry into the franchise. Where it can either make or break this franchise. To where they either have to just reboot it all together. Or do a soft reboot. And I don't think they want to do that. But on back to um, Marvel's um, movement all over the place. Um, so Doctor Strange got moved again. Thor actually got moved up. So Thor uh, for Thor Love and Thunder was supposed to come out February 17th, 2002. Now it's coming out February 11th, 2002, which they're going for the um, Valentine's Day release, which is smart. Love Thunder sounds like that should be a Valentine's Day movie. And a lot of women would like to spend time with Chris um, Hemsworth for Valentine's Day. A lot of men would like to spend time with Tessa Thompson on Valentine's Day. So, it's a win-win right there. There we go. Smart move for Marvel. Hopefully, everything is done. Well, hopefully, they are done in time. Um, Hollywood does pretty much expects not to be able to film until 2021. When they have a vaccine. Um, I did hear something about Tyler Perry. Literally. Uh, trying to film on his lot. He is planning to. Have his actors live on a lot. Get tested beforehand. And make sure they pass the test. And live on the lot. For like two weeks. To film episodes of their shows. He's going to pay them location fees, pay for room and board, all this stuff while they film. And basically they film, get paid for all that and filming and still be able to keep their production company going. They have like a smaller um, you know, crew to film so it won't have so many people exposed. But I, he's trying to get them back to work because I guess in Atlanta... A big portion of their economy is the film industry. So, touche with him trying to do that. Trying to work a way around. Of course, you have unions, so you still got to work with the unions and all that stuff. But if he can do this, and they come up with the solution, there you go. You can get some new episodes out. Make people happy. I know some people don't like Tyler Perry stuff. I am a in the middle. Like... I don't like all the stuff he do, but I I appreciate what he's doing. He's giving a lot of people opportunities and, you know, being more diverse on TV. I can't blame him for that. But in other news, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse also got pushed back. I know, it's so sad. Spider-Verse 2. I was very excited for this. Very excited for Spider-Verse 2. It got pushed back. Um, it got pushed back to October 7th. 2022. Uh, I mean, they're still making it, so that's a positive. They're still making it. 
but it did get pushed back, so that does suck. Um, I just, uh, I mean, it gives me more time to make it spectacular, make it good, make it just as good, if not better than the first one, so I'm okay with that. I don't know if the two guys that directed it, I forget their name, Blank, they did the Lego movie, if they're um, directing this one. I know the guy that animation directors he's coming back but i don't know i don't know if they directed or, or they wrote it i think they wrote it i don't think they directed it the guy that directed it is coming back but i think they wrote it yeah <sighs> sad but i understand i understand but yeah that's all i have for big screen news um like i said very slow news week so if you there was something I missed that you want to get my opinion on, want to get my thoughts on, you know, get my ideas about, please hit me up at Black Equal on Instagram, Black Equal on Twitter, Black Equal Podcast, and I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. All right, guys, you know what time it is. It's time for movies I watched a live trailer reaction to and never got around to doing a review. Review. And this week we're doing Godzilla King of Monsters. King of Monsters. I said that weird. Um, I actually was on my Facebook channel, on my Facebook, Facebook channel, my Facebook page, Blackie Cool Facebook page, and it it showed me a year ago I watched the final trailer for this, <laughs> like two days ago. So I'm not gonna lie, to you, I didn't even see the movie that year. I watched the movie like I watched the movie yesterday. That's another reason why this podcast is late. Because I hadn't watched the movie yet, so I had to watch the movie before I could do the podcast, so I could have this to talk about. So let's get into it. This is going to be a spoiler review, since this movie's a year old. Uh, first off, um, I'm not the hugest Godzilla fan. I'm going to firstly say that. I did not like the first new Godzilla movie. Um, I thought there were like few cool parts, but overall, way too many people. Way too many people, not enough Godzilla. Um, I did like King Kong on Skull Island. I really dug that one. I like that one a lot. And that, understand the balance of huge monster people. You need the monster. Show the monster all the time. Did a great job with that. So, Godzilla King's a monster. How do I feel about it? Um, the story is stupid. I'm sorry. It it seemed like they couldn't come up with a better way to have these monsters fight. Like, the idea of the way the story went so bad. It just, it, it, it was not good. Not good. Not a good reason for why these monsters are fighting. I feel they could have, it felt like it was like their first round of, well, this is what we should do, and let's just do this. To like, nobody was like, um, maybe we should try to take another go at this, give another idea. Um, okay, let me just backtrack a little bit. So, uh, Godzilla King the Monster set is set five years after the first time Godzilla, you know, fought um, those other monsters. I forget what their name was. Uh, he fought those monsters. It's been five years. Godzilla's been gone for five years. Uh, Monarch is still doing its thing, but now they've been exposed and people know about Monarch. 
So the government is like talking to Monarch, trying to get them like, hey, where are these monsters? Blah, blah, let's tell me this. So here's the thing. Um, Monarch has these monsters under lock and key or hidden around the world. Okay? Monarch, some weird company. I don't know who they're funded by, but they got a good amount of dough. The U.S. government doesn't know about didn't know did seem not to know about monarch but now they know about monarch and they're like hey you need to turn over these monsters you're telling me the u.s government did not realize these people were hiding giant monsters from them that made no sense but then this makes it even worse um this guy infiltrates monarch and how he infiltrates monarch makes sense but he also infiltrates Monarch to where he destroys some stuff to get this orca, this um, monster kind of, it's, it's a monster duck call. That's basically what it is. <laughs> it's a monster duck call. Just a terrible idea as well. Monster duck call to control the monsters or kind of manipulate them to do what they want. He breaks into Monarch. At what point... Does Monarch security is just horrendously bad, but also amazingly good that it can hide that they're holding 17 monsters from the world, but can't protect themselves from one guy. Granted, the guy was working with one of Monarch's top scientists, but still... Where are your layers of security here? <laughs> it makes no sense. That, that was very irrational. Like, I'm all for the giant monsters. I get that. But just terrible security? I'm supposed to just act like that doesn't happen? Like, come on. It was, that was bonkers. Secondly, his lead scientist. Oh, I forgot. Did I tell you? I'm tired of people in this. I want less people in these monster movies. Less interaction with people. Not very much dialogue from them. I want monsters. I'm tired of people. People really slow these movies down. I don't care about them. I'm not involved in their character. I don't care about if this kid dies. I don't. I want to see Godzilla fight. Psh, let the kid die. I want to see Godzilla fight this giant um, three-headed monster. That's what I want to see. I mean, that... The, the people parts of this movie really bogged this movie down. There's this... The head scientist woman who I can't remember her name. I know her daughter's name is Madison because it's a very easy name to remember. Um, she all of a sudden started working with this eco-terrorist eco that wants to free the monsters. But in her mind, she wanted to free the monsters so they can kind of destroy some human beings and help the planet heal from all the damage humans have done to it. Somewhat of a good idea, but you're a scientist. At no point did you go, huh, these are actual human, uh, these are actual living creatures. And what concept do I think I could be able to control them being I barely know very much about them? <laughs> that I should release them on the world. As a scientist, what made you think that was doable? <laughs> Irrational. 
to say the least. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I digress. That's the plot the movie wants to go with. Okay. So, in the midst of her releasing these monsters, she's going to release Monster Zero, who is Ghidorah. I didn't know Ghidorah was an alien. I thought Ghidorah was always just a kaiju, which they don't call them kaiju. They call them titans. Another weird thing. Hollywood. Um, but apparently Ghidorah is not a titan or a kaiju. He's an alien. So he has a whole different idea of this planet. He has a whole different meaning of this planet. So first, she goes to release uh, Ghidorah, not knowing fully what he is. Mistake right there. Um, <laughs> after she releases him, the other scientists who are trying to save the world and these titans know about monsters. They call him Monster Zero, a.k.a. Ghidorah. They know about Monster Zero, but they didn't know he wasn't an actual Titan, that he's an alien, that he's foreign to their the species of Titans they know. But they knew about this monster for the longest time, but never did a Google search on him until he escaped. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. Okay. Okay, I'm going to talk about a couple of things I do like about the movie. Because I feel like I'm kind of bringing the movie down. Okay, one more bad thing though. 40 minutes in, I was almost done. I was ready to cut it off. <laughs> Not going to lie to you. 40 minutes into this movie, I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. This is becoming painful. <laughs> but what does save this movie to make it somewhat enjoyable is the monster fights. When they do finally get to fighting, it is very cool. It's not as beautiful as I would like. The CGI is not as good as I would like. Um, it's kind of like watching two imaginary things fight. There's, there's not a lot of depth in it. But there's certain moments where it looks really cool. Um, and Gud Ghidorah is so much bigger than Godzilla. I don't understand how Godzilla can beat him. Ghidorah has his healing factor. Um, he's an alien. He can fly. How are you beating Godzilla? I get it. Godzilla's radioactive and he's the hero. Blah, 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 blah. You are twice his size, can fly, multiple heads, a spiky, two spiky tails. How did you lose? It makes no sense. <laughs> Even with the humans kind of helping you, how? It makes no sense. But he does win. Um, we also get to see other Titans. They say there's 17. I think somebody put up a video. I think there was only nine actually shown. And actually, like, maybe five are really, like, actually, actually shown. Um, you get to see Godzilla. You get to see uh, uh, Ghidorah. You see, uh, is it Ram? I want to say Ramadan, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, I'll come back to that guy. Uh, and then the uh, Moth. Is it Mothra? I think it's Mothra. That doesn't sound right at all, though. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I should know these uh, Titans' names. Uh, Mothra. Yeah, I was right about that one. She is the queen of monsters, apparently. And her and Godzilla have like a cohesive relationship. They look out for each other, blah, blah, this. She consents him and all that good stuff. Um, You get to see her fight. Her fights are pretty cool. She does get killed in the end. Um, but then, like, I, I guess she got turned into dust. And that dust sprinkled onto Godzilla and made him stronger. Very weird. Um, I'd rather her carcass fail and Godzilla have been... You look sad or something, and then went all super, super crazy on that would have been a rap better. Uh, Rodan is the one I was trying to say. So, Rodan is like this firebird, he's really cool. He has a good scene where he's just destroying these uh planes in the air when he wakens, wakes up and flies. He also fights Godzilla a little bit, and he fights uh, uh, Mothra, and she kills him, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, the comedy in this is pretty decent. Uh, oh, I don't understand this. I get they had to sacrifice somebody, blah, blah, this. But uh, one scientist, I forget his name, he's the guy that said, let them fight. Awesome saying. I don't think he got to say it in this, but somebody said that he likes to say it. Um, he had to take a nuclear bomb to help Godzilla heal more. And instead of sending it in the ship that he went up there in, they could have just sent it in the ship and put a timer on. He didn't have to do it manually. They had a timer. He still set a timer. So they could have put it in the ship, set a timer. He didn't have to do that. But I get it. Movie sacrifice, whatever. And then he got to be close to Godzilla and say bye, whatever. But that was stupid. <laughs> that was stu it made no sense. <laughs> made no sense. Made no sense. And then, like, oh, this movie is, it's just not good. And it's long. It's not good. Visual effects could have been better. Um, of course, they left you with the end scene where um, one of the heads of Ghidorah got found by these fishermen. And then they sell it to the eco-terrorists. So, you know, that's going to come into play in the next movie, which is Godzilla vs. King Kong. And apparently King Kong got bigger. I don't know. I might have missed this part at the end where they showed King Kong and he's like bigger than he was in Kong Skull Island. And I'm like, he has to be bigger if he's going to face Godzilla because I know Godzilla got beefed up from the last movie he was in. Um, so yeah, that's my review of Godzilla Kings of Monsters. Hit me down in the comments or drop me a line at Blackie Cool Instagram, Blackie Cool Twitter, or Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Let me know what you thought of the movie. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it two and a half out of five. I would never watch this again unless you paid me to. I'm going to be 100% honest, but for the moment I watched it, I I didn't really enjoy it. I made fun of it. I was like, why are we doing these stupid things? Um, yeah, it was it was just bad. It's bad. And the fact that they didn't realize they were being double-crossed, that, that just made no sense. 
How do you not realize, like, how are they doing this? How are they getting all this technology? What is going on with this? How do they know where our stuff is? Like, of course, it's somebody that you're that works with you. If the government know where your stuff is, but this random person that you've never seen knows where your stuff is, why wouldn't you think that? These people are supposed to be smart. They're supposed to be smart. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then, like, oh, I forgot to talk about this. <laughs> I told you this is going to be a little longer because I buy it time. But the other scientist who is Madison's father, which I don't remember his name, he was a big uh, study of animals and alpha, omegas, and stuff like that, pack running and stuff like that. So they were asking him why the Titans were doing certain things. And, of course, he was like, well, they do this in the wild. This is how this works. I get that. But don't you guys know that? <laughs> like, why this guy has to be out to tell you? That makes no sense. Ah, it's just terrible. Well, yeah, that's that's my review of Godzilla King of Monsters. Let me know what you think. Um, and that is the podcast for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. I greatly appreciate it. As always, you can catch the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, um, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen to the podcast on the Black Eat Cool YouTube channel. Please go ahead and hit the like, our five stars, comment. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. It helps with the algorithm, helps me get in front of more people, and helps the channel grow. And it's a way you can support the channel. You can also financially support the channel by going to Blackie Cool on Patreon. Become a patron. Get yourself rewards. One of the rewards you can be on the podcast with me. So check that reward out if that's something you're interested in doing. You can also buy a t-shirt to help support the Blackie Cool channel. Uh, Teespring slash Blackie Cool. Uh, I think I have a promo code. They save you like five dollars off. I think it's uh, BGC eighty four. That'll save you five dollars on a Blacky Cool T shirt, and you'll be supporting the show and getting you something really fly to wear. <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. Greatly appreciate it, and I'll see you guys on the next podcast.